not represent the views of Hubbard Broadcasting Incorporated or Federal News Radio. Statements and opinions of this broadcast are solely those of individual contributors or advertisers as indicated. Federal News Radio does not take responsibility for those statements or opinions and accepts no responsibility or liability for any inaccuracy, errors, or omissions reported during this program. Old man winter is on the way, but you can weather the storm by taking advantage of Village Green Apothecary's year-end sale. This year, we're celebrating our 50th anniversary with big savings. From now until the end of the year, you can save 35% off Pathway Nutrition products, 25% off other supplements, and 20% off body care products. Stock up on supplements to help fight colds and flu, and pick up some healthy living gifts for your friends and family, too. Visit Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, or online at myvillagegreen.com, or call us at 3 530 Our big year-end sale will blow you away. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. We've got a great show lined up for you. Really excited about my special guest. He is a renowned gastroenterologist. He's going to be joining us in the second segment, Dr. Gerard Mullen, and he is a professor of medicine at Johns Hopkins Hospital, board certified in internal medicine, gastroenterology, integrative medicine, functional medicine, and nutrition. He's been doing a lot of really great cutting-edge work at Johns Hopkins. I've had many patients that have been uh, managed by him and are always happy with this care, and he wrote a book called The Gut Balance Revolution. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about his insights into the GI system, uh, the role of the microbiome, which is the gut microflora that exists in our gut, and how we can balance our good and bad gut bacteria. So it should be a really interesting, wonderful show. Just wanted to mention a couple things leading up to today. We're starting with our uh, year and year and sale, um, and it's going to be in honor of the 50 years that the Village Green has been in business. We're coming up on our 50-year anniversary. So the postcard that's going to be sent out soon is going to mention that there's 50 days of giveaways in-store events. Um, so it should be really cool. Make sure to call and find out what's going on if you want to come in. And they're going to be celebrating their milestone anniversary with lots of great offers. And, of course, the big year-end sale, which offers 35% off of Pathway products, 25% off of other supplements, and 20% off of body care. So don't forget to stop into the Village Green and check that out. It's pretty exciting stuff. So today, again, we're going to be discussing the aspect of the microbiome. So let's, let's talk about some of the exciting research that's going on relating to the gut and, the, and gut health. We all can understand that the microbial environment in our gut is going to be highly related to our health of our GI system, but how is it related to other aspects of our health? And that is an emerging area of research that we're just starting to understand. Some of the links are very preliminary, and we're not sure if it's a what we would call causation or correlation. So sometimes when you look at studies and you see, let's say, a condition like uh, dementia or brain health that is related to specific gut issues, so you look at the microbiome of the GI system and you see changes in the microbiome of the GI system in people with a condition like dementia. We're not quite sure if those changes are correlating, meaning they are happening for another reason in the gut, or if they're the cause. So the research is early, but it is emerging and exciting. There has been some really exciting causation research that they have seen that relates the microbiome of the gut to things like body mass index and diabetes risk. So these started in animal studies where they were looking at obese mice that had um, predisposition to type 2 diabetes, and they had lean mice. 
and they did this process of a it's called a fecal transplant, which sounds really gross and really, really odd, but is actually getting more and more accepted in medicine for certain therapies, where they took the bacteria from the thin mice and they transposed them into the guts of the overweight mice. And without changing the activity level or the diet of the overweight mice, the overweight mice lost weight. And when they did the opposite side, where they took the bacteria from the overweight mice and put them into the lean mice, the lean mice gained weight. So, and then they started studying the different types of bacteria that are characteristic of being overweight, and they found very, found very consistent trends in certain types of species of bacteria that tend to thrive in people that are overweight. And shifting that microbe, shifting those micro, microbial balance in the gut can literally start signaling your body to start dumping fat. There's been some really exciting connections between the role of gut microflora and gut bacteria and mental health. This is depression, anxiety, and other conditions. We've seen links with autism. Uh, we've seen links with certain neurological conditions. There's an um, integrative neurologist, Dr. David Perlmutter, who's uh, just wrote a book, The Gut-Brain Connection, and he's really starting to focus on a lot of the research relating to the health of the microbiome in the gut and how that relates to the brain. And it does make sense. Our gut has in it what's called a... Um, a, it's got a, a permeable bar a barrier. We've got sort of this um, this layer of our gut that helps to protect it, us from things getting through into the bloodstream. And that barrier can be compromised by many different things. It can be compromised by certain foods. It can be compromised by certain aspects of our diet. And it can certainly be compromised by different things that we do related uh, that shift our gut flora. And if that barrier is compromised, we now are able to let certain types of proteins and toxins that would normally stay within our gut into our bloodstream. And this condition, commonly referred to as leaky gut, has been associated with the development of autoimmune conditions, allergy, um, and other allergic type conditions and inflammatory conditions. Well, there's a similar barrier that's around our brain called the blood-brain barrier. And what we're finding is that some of the things that increase the permeability of the GI system also increase the permeability of the barrier in the brain, which might allow things that wouldn't normally have access to the brain, access to the brain. And that blood-brain barrier is a very important layer of protection that our bodies establish. So these are some of the early links that we're starting to see between what's happening in the GI system, as far as microflora are concerned, and what's happening in the brain. We've talked about it on the show before, but really when you look at it, we have 10 times more bacteria as far as cellular counts, then we have human cells. So we are far more bacterial DNA than we are human DNA, and most of that bacteria live in our gut. So we have these huge, huge, massive colonies of gut bacteria that are living with us. They, these are a living organisms that exert effects on our system and can change the way that our immune system sees the world and sees our own body. And we're learning that creating a healthy balance of these gut flora is one of the most key things that you can do for establishing the foundation of health. And of course, we have all seen the research, well, not all of us have seen the research, but the research has been strong enough, strong enough that all of us now know about probiotics. All of us know about the utility of using probiotic therapies when you're taking antibiotics or using probiotics to support your immune system. And the research has become so strong, and its research has been dating back you know, 20, 30 years, um, it's been so strong that now we're seeing, you know, claims that are allowed to be made for things like yogurt or things like certain types of probiotics as far as having actual health claims and the ability to really support our health. So it's an exciting emerging field. 
um, the aspect of fecal transplants is really interesting. And while it's in its experimental phases for many conditions, there is one condition that it is very well established to treat, which is a condition called uh, Clostridium difficile infection, which is one of the most common infections that's acquired in hospitals, and it causes just basically profuse diarrhea, and it can be a leading cause of death in hospital settings. And in nursing homes, elderly people are very prone to getting it, and when they get it, they can't regulate their system, and, and oftentimes it can't be treated. It's very treatment-resistant. You need very powerful antibiotics to get it under control, and there's an incredibly high rate of recurrence. It's a difficult condition to treat. Um, it's a significant burden on the healthcare system because it does um, require a lot of money, and it's incredibly common. It's actually the number one hospital-acquired infection in the United States. So it is a major problem, and anybody you know who's knows somebody who's had C. difficile, it is really, really problematic and causes significant declines in health and is very, very threatening to life, especially if you're elderly or the very young. Well, because it's so hard to manage, they've started implementing these programs using fecal transplantation, which is literally taking the bacteria from the stool of a healthy individual and transplanting it into the colon of a person who is sick. And the phenomenal, as, as crazy and weird and disgusting as that sounds, the amazing thing is that these infections that are sometimes completely treatment-resistant, even to the most aggressive antibiotic therapy that we have, and can sometimes take months and months and months to resolve, can oftentimes resolve within a day or two with a simple translocation fecal transplant of healthy bacteria into the colon. And probiotics can't do that. It has to be these, this, this natural flora that's actually occurring in somebody's healthy gut. When you do the transplant into a sick person, those bacteria immediately get rooted and they completely push out the ability of the pathogenic organisms from taking hold. So it's an amazing breakthrough and a treatment of incredibly difficult condition to treat. And, you know, doctors are looking at possibly any other conditions that might benefit from the use of this type of therapy. It's all in very early phases and really is only medically accepted to treat C. difficile infection that's resistant to antibiotics. But some doctors that are more forward-thinking are implementing this therapy sooner on in C. diff infections because they know they don't have to put patients on antibiotics, which have side effects and risks, and the resolution in the data shows that it works far better. There are other conditions that people are looking at um, to explore this condition to explore this, this treatment, looking at other gastrointestinal conditions. When we come back from the break, hopefully we'll have Dr. Mullen on the phone and we'll be continuing this great conversation. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCT. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. 
All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. If you have arthritis, everyday tasks can become a challenge. That's why more and more doctors are recommending Arthrobin, an all-natural medical food for the dietary management of osteoarthritis. It contains a combination of bioflavonoids, which work to reduce inflammation and joint deterioration, along with collagen peptides, which increase joint mobility, function, and repair. Arthrobin is not a drug and is virtually free of negative side effects. Look for Arthrobin by Designs for Health Today, available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in today. We're back again with our special guest on the phone, Dr. Gerard Mullen. We're going to be continuing the conversation around gut microflora and the microbiome of the GI system. It should be a really great, interesting conversation. I want to introduce my special guest. Dr. Mullen is an associate professor of medicine at the Johns Hopkins Hospital. He is board certified in internal medicine, gastroenterology, integrative medicine, functional medicine, and nutrition. Nationally and internationally renowned for his work in integrative gastroenterology and nutrition, Dr. Mullen has more than 20 years of clinical experience in the field of integrative gastroenterology and earned his master's degree in nutrition while in practice. He is an associate editor of several nutrition and integrative medicine journals. Dr. Mullen was selected as Dr. Andrew Weil by Dr. Andrew Weil to serve as a senior editor for the first book for physicians on integrative gastroenterology by Oxford Press to be released in May of 2011, or was released in May of 2011. He is also former president of the Maryland and Long Island Societies of Paternal and Internal Nutrition. In 2009, he was named the American Dietetic Association's Honorary Member of the Year. He was the youngest person to receive an honorary membership from the American Dietetic Association in 2009 and received the Grace A. Goldsmith Award presented by the American College of Nutrition in 2011. He is a founding member of the American Board of Integrated Medicine and is board certified in internal medicine, gastroenterology, and nutrition. He has also written a book called The Gut Balance Revolution, which I'm imagining we're going to get to today. So, Dr. Mullen, an impressive bio. Thank you for taking the time to be with us this morning. Hey, how you doing? Thanks. Yeah, we're doing good. Good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, so um, you've been doing integrative gastroenterology for quite a while. One of the few doctors in gastroenterology that stepped outside the box to really look at it from an integrative perspective. And I guess all of those years of work and looking at it that way led you to the culmination of, of your book, The Gut Balance Revolution. So, I mean, why don't you start with your perspective as a gastroenterologist as to why our GI system or our gut is so important to our overall health? Well, thank you. Uh, it's very interesting that the very foundation of ancient medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, even to the time of Hippocrates, all believed that the gut was foundational 
in terms of the body's overall health and vitality. And so we've known for centuries that uh, in terms of the practice of medicine, before we have all these great scientific tools, that the practice of medicine was based upon the fact that gut health is, is vital to overall uh, health and vitality. Even Hippocrates, as I mentioned, as father of medicine, modern medicine, said that really all, all health really is centered in the gut. Um, and it's kind of interesting. This is before, this is all based on, of course, intuition, but this, this is before we have all these great you know, molecular biology tools these days to characterize physiological function and, and basically the microbiome, so on and so forth. And so what we know now based on the science, this is just based on science, is that 70% of our immune systems in our gut and that there's trillions of microbes within our gut that actually control us. And they partner with us, and certainly depending on what we eat, we partner with them. And they actually contribute to and and are symbiotic and and, uh, enhance different vital functions for us throughout our body that make us thrive. So... So we know that between immunity and, and certainly fighting inflammation, preventing cancer, uh, all kinds of physiological functions, even brain health, uh, that the gut really plays a, a really a critical role. Um, and when the gut's not healthy, we know that autoimmune disease, inflammatory disease, chronic degenerative diseases, for which there's 125 million Americans with a diagnosed chronic degenerative disease, this all begins in the gut. So as you can, you know, surmise that the gut really plays, you know, a vital role and the science is really now profoundly more than ever really supporting that, uh, you know, longstanding traditional practice. Yeah, it is interesting. I would say it's probably one of the most exciting areas of research that I like to look at because it, it is revolutionary in trying to understand how the microflora of our gut can impact so many different aspects of our health. In the first segment, I talked about some of these amazing studies that have been done that, you know, take an obese my, mouse and a thin mouse and they take the microflora of internal environment from the obese mouse and put it in the thin mouse and the thin mouse gain weight and they do the opposite mm. and the obese mice lose weight by doing nothing as far as changing their diet or their exercise patterns of the animals. They're just transposing the bacteria and the bacteria is basically directing the physiology of the system. It's really phenomenal. I, I completely agree. You know, I mean, we... These mice studies really are important because, uh, and the transplant studies are important because it really shows you what these microbes can actually do. The fact that you can take a microbe from a fat mouse and put it into a genetically, what they call nude mice, mice without any, you know, microbes in them, uh, and make those mice fat, right, when those mice are otherwise thin shows you what those microbes do. And if you take microbes from a thin mouse and put it into a nude, the same nude mouse, it'll remain thin. Mm-hmm. So there's something clearly in those microbes that are doing it. Yeah, and we're seeing similar, and I was talking about, I mean, some of these things were, were the science is showing us that there is a degree of causation. And some of them, it's a little early in the research, so we're looking at maybe correlation, maybe causation, but there seems to be a lot of links between the gut microflora and, as you mentioned, other aspects of human physiology, including brain health. 
and including, you know, we definitely know immune health and some of these other heart disease and cancer risk, which is really an exciting place to start because when you think about the fact that we have 10 times more bacteria in our body than we have human cells, it starts to put it in perspective that, wow, this colony of bacteria that lives in us is incredibly important to keep balance in order for our body to, to be healthy. I'd love to get your thoughts, Dr. Mullen. You know, what, why would the human body, how did we end up in a situation where we decided to become home to this massive microflora of bacteria? Any thoughts on, you know, what the advantages are for a human to, to colonize all these bacteria in the gut and, and how evolutionarily we may have gotten here? You know, it's, it's, it's all speculative how we, you know, people use the word co-evolved. Um, or how they got there in the first place. But we do know from birth, you know, once the, once the human is born, that through the vaginal canal, that the, you know, the baby, if born the proper way, will consume the lactobacillus and the microflora uh, in the, you know, in the mother's uh, tract, you know, the birth tract, birth canal. So so that, that, I think, tells you right then and there that humans have always, and this is true of all animals, too, so, I mean, we know that, you know, this is true of just, uh, you know, uh, eukaryotic life, you know, mammals. Uh, you know, we, we through, through the birthing process, acquire, you know, acquire these microbiota. And, you know, as I had mentioned, that there, there's so many different physiological functions that the microbiota provide us. Mm-hmm. That, and you look at the mice that they have that are sterile, that they keep sterile, you know, that they're able to mm-hmm. uh, artificially keep sterile is that they actually have to eat 30 to 40 percent more calories to stay alive mm-hmm. because these bacteria play a role in, in helping the absorption of calories and breaking down food better and being more efficient. So there's a survival advantage to have these microbes. In other words, if we eat food, that there is a, there is a you know, you can say that there's 200 calories in, in, in the Snickers bar. Uh, which is a bad example because it doesn't have fiber. But if you had one of these health bars that have fiber in it, then if you're, you're in a, my bacteria and your bacteria are different, I may actually acquire more calories out of that bar than you do because my bacteria are more efficient at doing it. So, in other words, there, there was probably a survival advantage for, for, for man, whether it's paleo man or whatever, for, for mm-hmm. humans to in days, in, in, in lean times, when during the winter, when there's less game and so on and so forth, is that their bacteria are able to harvest more energy out of food. Um, then, and, and, and actually, though, they become even more efficient when there's less food. So where our bodies are in a, in a survival mode are designed to try to most efficiently metabolize and absorb food, those bacteria are critical to our survival advantage. And this all sounds, you know, really, you know, philosophical, but when you're in a hospital and you're in a critical care unit and you're, you know, you're basically fighting for your life and you're getting artificial nutrition and so on and so forth, those bacteria, you know, play even more of a role in terms of keeping you, you know, keeping you alive in terms mm-hmm. of absorbing and breaking down nutrients and, and fighting inflammation and so on and so forth. So those are kind of all the, those are my thoughts. Yeah, well, it's, a, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of theories as to why your thoughts are, are important. And you think about if we decided to create this relationship with these bacteria, 
over the many, many, many hundreds of thousands of years that we've been establishing this relationship, obviously they've played a role in other aspects of our health. And I think that's what the science is starting to show us and what is initially seems so shocking that, my goodness, we didn't realize that these bacteria, we knew that there was a lot of studies that related bacteria to things that were specifically gut health, like irritable bowel syndrome, and you saw gut uh, microflora abnormalities in people with other types of gastrointestinal conditions. And that, that made sense because those are limited to the GI, but I think it was really surprising to the scientific community when we started to see research showing effects beyond the GI system as a result of shifts in the microflora, correct? That's the thing, is that, you know, the... For many years, uh, naturopaths and functional medicine docs practiced on that premise, that ancient traditional premise, as well as Ayurvedic docs and and many other uh, disciplines of practice. And so it's just over the last 10 years, I have to say, you know, in my own observations, it's just seeing the science really confirm, Mm -hmm. validate, and extend what has been done in practice is just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's really exciting. And I think we're still at some of the the early phases. I think the research is just going to get more and more exciting in helping people to understand how to support the fundamentals of their health, how to potentially avoid some of these chronic degenerative diseases that plague our developed world by looking at how to support a healthy gut microflora. So when we come back from the break, Dr. Mullen, I'd love to get into the conversation about, you know, what can we do to support the balance of good and bad gut bacteria? Um, how do we foster a healthy gut? What are some of the main principles to really supporting this system? I think um, you know, you're going to have some great insights for our listeners on that. So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after this break. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com Put a little more jingle in your pocket by taking advantage of Village Green Apothecary's year-end sale. This year we're celebrating our 50th anniversary with big savings. From now until the end of the year you can save 35% off Pathway Nutrition products, 25% off other supplements, and 20% off body care products. Give the gift of good health to the people you care about and stock up on healthy living essentials for yourself too. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or on the web at myvillagegreen.com or just give us a jingle at 301 530 
Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got a great show, wonderful special guest. Dr. Gerard Mullen is here with us today talking about his book, The Gut Balance Revolution, and discussing with us the importance of the gut microbiome, not only in gastrointestinal health, but in our overall health. Dr. Mullen is an associate professor of medicine at the Johns Hopkins Hospital. He is board certified in internal medicine, gastroenterology, integrative medicine, functional medicine, and nutrition. You can learn more about Dr. Mullen, his book, and his work by visiting www.thefoodmd.com. And there's great information on there as well as links to purchase his book. So, Dr. Mullen, in the last segment, we did a little bit of an intro to the gut microbiome, some of the exciting research that's been coming up. Talk to us a little bit more about your book because it, it and how you what led you to to write this book and inspired you to write this book with all the things you've done in gastroenterology in the past 20 years of clinical practice and all the you know integrative stuff that you've done. What what made it into this book and why? You know, it's very interesting, the uh, the whole phenomenon. Uh, so what happened was a number of years ago, uh, I came together with a, a nutritionist, uh, Kathy Swift. I don't know if you know her or of her work, but she, she runs a, a program called Food is Medicine, a uh, D.C.-based program for Jim Gordon and his Center for Mind-Body Medicine. And I, you know, became friends with Kathy a long time ago. Uh, and we just started chatting about how we had, uh, you know, a very common approach to our gut patients. She's a registered dietitian. Um, and so we had a very common approach, and she put on my radar a, a, a new phenomenon of, of food groups called FODMAPs, which are these highly fermentable foods that, uh, that uh, these uh, professors at uh, Monash University had identified as being possible triggers of gut symptoms and so what we kind of did together is collectively put our, you know, our 20-plus years of experience and uh, put together a book called The Insight Tract. Okay, so The Insight Tract is a book that really has a symptom-based scale that walks through different types of dietary programs that are elimination diets. And we had, like, a dramatic uh, feedback about improvement, people doing better, so on and so forth. So what happened in my practice is that we all see people who are overweight. I mean, as you know, you know, two-thirds of the American population and practically the world population at this point are obese or overweight. Mm -hmm. 
And there's a lot of, you know, <clears throat> a lot of reasons why that could be, right? I mean, it could be that we're eating more, although it's only, according to the Nahane study, 300 calories a day, and that doesn't exactly add up. Sure. Um, maybe we're exercising less, we're getting, you know, uh, we're sitting more, and we're hitting, now we're hearing a lot of things about what sitting and its adverse effects are, sleeping mm-hmm. less, stressed more, so on and so forth. But also, like in our farm bill, we're perpetuating GMO-rich, you know, highly glycemic, obesogenic, if you call them foods, mm-hmm. you know, the fast foods, and people are eating out of the home, the kitchen's barren, fast foods are becoming more supersized, you put all these, you know, it's a perfect storm, you put all these together and you got, you know, we're all getting big. So, you know, I had a lot of people who were, just, despite their best efforts, they were couldn't lose weight or they would uh, lose weight for a while and then they would put it back on and, and get even more weight back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of rebound effect or, or this yo-yo effect that people see with dieting. So when people went on the Inside Track program, not only were their gut symptoms getting better, they were losing weight for the first time in, in, in years. In fact, one gentleman I'll always remember from Iran um, whose daughter practices in your, in your area, uh, really, really, you know, nice people, is that his gut symptoms were getting better and he wound up losing 27 pounds within about six, six weeks or so. And he couldn't lose weight before and his gut symptoms were virtually disappeared. And then he goes back to Iran and puts people on his diet um, and, 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 you know, to help them lose weight, which is kind of funny. But then the data start coming out. The data start showing that, gee, you know, like you mentioned, the fecal transplant experiments in, in mice, the uh, first the human, the, the human microbiome project, mm-hmm. and all these data showing that there is something in the, these bacteria that are actually helping people hold on to weight. You know, I came up with this program, and so were other people kind of writing competing books differently, but all about how the bacteria play a role in weight loss. I just had a number of people uh, who had lost weight by re- reestablishing balance in the gut uh, come together where it really put a book proposal together. Rodale had a few to look at. You know, mine was very much case-based, and uh, I had published with them before, so they had, uh, you know, they had contracted me to do, you know, the gut balance revolution. And so it's been really successful uh, for a lot of people. Um, you go on Amazon, you know, there's over 100 or so posts about it. I'm getting Facebook posts. Um, it's, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm that just by balancing the gut microbiome, that that can actually make a difference in, in switching on your metabolism to lose weight. And it's just really nice to see that people couldn't lose weight before and did. And, and just as a final anecdote is that, you know, when I was a kid, I was pretty heavy. I, was, uh, I went to a doctor's office when I was a teenager with my mom. And I was 17. I had mono at that point. You know, in the high school, I had mono so on and so forth, lost a few pounds from the mono, and the doctor turned around and first scolded her for letting me get so big, uh, and then turned around and said to her, looked at me and said, if, if, he, if, he, he, if he lost a few more pounds, maybe it'll make a dent. And at some point in, in, uh, in, in our visits, I had mentioned I wanted to be a doctor, and, and, and he had really, he, he laughed out loud. Not, not looking like this. So, I mean, this is, this is kind of like said, tells you about you know, how we select doctors. This is back in the 70s, you know. But, but in any event, it kind of like it motivated me to want to lose weight. And so I, I was at the local shop right in, in Wayne, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, was, that's where I went to college, you know, in that area. And so it was a 25-cent little book on fiber. 
at the checkout counter and something made me buy it. And so I read all about it. I said, you know what, this makes a lot of sense. It was about health. It wasn't so much about weight loss. It was more about health. And my mother had IBS, so we both kind of went on you know, this, this, this program. We're eating yogurt, eating fiber. Her IBS got better, and I started to lose weight. And uh, if you saw me, you, can, you know, if you probably looked at my images online, you know, I've dropped 120 pounds, more or less. And I did it, you know, well within a year, which is, you know, it rivals bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. And so when I look back on it, this is the 70s. It was really a program that was high fruits and vegetables, yogurt, and it was I was rebuilding my microbiome. And so that really kind of, that's how I begin the book, you know, talking about motivation, talking about, you know, all these different tools, and, and that's kind of like how I did it, and that's how I continue to do it because, you know, when I look at my family, you know, I have, I do, if there has to be certainly genetics we have to appreciate. They're, 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 you know, they're, my siblings are unfortunately on the heavier side, and I, I believe there's genetics involved, and, and so I'm always vigilant about what I eat and, I, you know, to really optimize my genes, and our genes are not always our destiny. So that's kind of like it's a long introduction to the book, but that's kind of like what, you know, where I come from in writing the book, from personal experience, a personal journey. Yeah, well, that always makes for a really great story when somebody comes to the table with something that they've actually been through. And not only do you have the personal experience of, of your experience, but also your experience as a physician and as a practicing gastroenterologist and watching, making these recommendations diet-related, mainly for people's gastro, the management of people's GI problems, but then all of a sudden seeing them lose weight. I'm sure a bunch, that's when the light bulb started going off and, you know, then the science comes out linking everything and Lo and behold, you know, you were making discoveries before you even realized it, right? Um, That's the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all about, you know, it's, it's really there's a lot to, about gut intuition that we don't understand, at least in our lifetime, that uh, we all have these things that resonate with us that make sense. You pick up this little book, something tells you this, this, this is right for me. Mm-hmm. And you have all these doctors practicing, you know, optimizing gut health for a number of reasons, and then 20 years later, we're looking at, like, the, you know, they were called, like, quacks, mm-hmm. you know, and they make quack lists, and all of a sudden, like, now they're cutting edge, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. funny. No, it is. It, it is. I mean, the, the you know, the science, some of these things that we know are supportive, like, uh, you know, this, you sometimes need the science in the in the community that we work in in order to verify and justify some things that often ju- sometimes just make sense or that you can see the clinical observations seem to work over and over again. The science just validates everything and, and pushes everything to the forefront. So it is an exciting time, I'm sure, for you to have all the, your work culminated and to see all this research coming out on the microbiome. So I think, you know, kind of what you're getting at is, is the, the book is really designed about supporting, you know, metabolism. The, rev- the title is, you know, it's Boost Your Metabolism, Restore Your Inner Ecology, and Lose the Weight for Good, and it's the Gut Balance Revolution. So we're really looking at creating a strategy that's not so much about counting calories and these, you know, uh, tr- trick um, sort of procedures for losing weight and, you know, fad diets. It's really about looking at the fundamental health of the gut the microbiology balance in the gut and really going on your observations backed by all of the research that's now coming out showing that certain types of population of microflora in the gut are associated with lean body mass while other bacteria high counts in the gut are associated with obesity. And, um, you know, is that a good summary of sort of what the the book is driving at? Well, it is. It's, it's, you know, the main critique of the book, quite honestly, is that it's just very long, very detailed, and and heavy in science. But like 
you know, I mean, yeah. it's credible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, a lot of people actually appreciate it, but, you know, I guess, I guess if I had a mini version of the book yeah. that helped more, you know, that was more of a, you know, a, like, the, like the book I picked up in the supermarket. Right, it was, the cliff know, notes, I think right? it would have massive, more mass appeal. Right. But it really, that is, that is the summary of it, but it's really yeah. heavy with the science. And, and I'll give you an example. I have three phases to the book, right? So first phase is kind of an induction phase. It's kind of like you think about Atkins, Duquesne, you know, uh, South Beach, so on and so forth. You get into this induction phase, so you get your metabolism really, you know, sparked. And that's really with this higher protein, more ketogenic diet that also is meant to, it's like this FODMAP approach I had in, in my first book where you just kind of get those, those bad bugs kind of tamed. And, and you really rebuild your ecological community. So to do so, you've got to get that hoe and that rake out first and weed out some of those bad bugs. Second phase is where you start to repopulate and reseed, you know, the microbes. And the third phase is maintenance with more of an anti-inflammatory Mediterranean diet now. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in, in going through each phase, I promote 10 superfoods in each phase. So if people find it to be too complicated, if they just stuck with the superfoods, they would, it would make a difference. Mm-hmm. So I, so in each, you know, there's a chapter devoted to the 10 superfoods for each phase. That's why it's so big. Um, so I, I think that's kind of what we're looking at is just, you know, three different phases and, and each phase, the first two phases, you certainly are designed to lose weight. The third phase is to for most people, the most difficult phase is to keep it off. Yeah, is maintenance because you know, I mean, for anyone who loses more than ten pounds, ninety-five percent will gain it back and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, it, yeah, and I mean, I think the exciting thing about the the book is that as we're learning by balancing your gut, I mean, people may be compelled to buy the book because they want to lose weight, but as a result of balancing their gut flora. There's a lot of other emerging research to show that it's also supporting all their other physiology and really bringing their body into a optimal state of balance by really supporting the gut. So, I mean, it's a it's a really nice way of looking at weight loss, not just focused on how to get the weight off, but how to really get the body back into balance or at least this gut microflora, which seems to be showing that it has these far-reaching capabilities of influencing many different aspects of our health, which is which is really exciting. Dr. Mullen, when we come back from the break, we're going to have to take a quick one. I'd love to just, if you don't mind sharing some of the nuts and bolts of the book, we've kind of talked about, you know, okay. the shift in, in, in shifting the microflora. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about that. Most people think about shifting their microflora. And the first thing they think about is, oh, yeah, I take probiotics every day. And I think that while probiotics serve a role in maintaining health and wellness and are a good therapeutic tool, there's so much more beyond taking probiotics in order to really create the optimal shifts in gut health. And I'd love for you to just hit some bullet points so that people can walk away and understand really the fundamentals of how to make significant impactful changes in their gut health so that they can enjoy a better health overall and weight loss, of course. So um, we're going to be right back after this. That's going to cover our next segment. Don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living. We'll be back right after these words. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Megafood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Megafood, from farm to tablet, 
Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals. Committed to the planet. Committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas applies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. If you have arthritis, everyday tasks can become a challenge. That's why more and more doctors are recommending Arthrobin, an all-natural medical food for the dietary management of osteoarthritis. It contains a combination of bioflavonoids, which work to reduce inflammation and joint deterioration, along with collagen peptides, which increase joint mobility, function, and repair. Arthrobin is not a drug and is virtually free of negative side effects. Look for Arthrobin by Designs for Health Today, available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. It's really been a fantastic show. been having a lot of fun talking with uh, Dr. Gerard Mullen. Um, Dr. Mullen has been talking with us about his book, which is um, the Gut Health Revolution. No, tell me your book again. I'm sorry, Dr. Mullen. I've got like, three okay. tabs gut up here. Balance. The it's Gut it's Balance all Revolution. about balance. Okay. That's the, it. The Gut Balance Revolution. People can learn more about Dr. Mullen and his work by visiting his website, which is www.thefoodmd.com. So in this segment, Dr. Mullen, let's talk about some fundamental strategies. We talked about how important gut microbiome health is. We've talked about its role potentially in brain health and degenerative diseases and inflammation, immune dysregulation. I mean, it really spans the breadth of human physiology. And of course, your book, some of the focus is around weight loss and achieving optimal body mass index, which of course lowers risks of all degenerative conditions or most of them that we know of. So we understand the importance of it. I don't think that people really understand the how and the how that most people believe they can change their gut flora. I really don't think is all all that effective. And I think you know what I'm alluding to. So I would love for you to just kind of talk about what is the research showing? How do we really create long term fundamental beneficial shifts in our gut flora to to support our health? You know, you raise all good talking points. and because of the way the brain works, it tends to, like, remember the last thing first, and then kind of work backwards. 
you know, it's kind of like what do you remember, you know, in a movie, the beginning and the end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, best. So, what you raised is kind of like a concern of mine, and that is about how we get and don't don't mind the ambulance. This is just life at Hopkins, but uh, no problem. We depend on or over depend on the magic bullet approach to life and, and health, and that's you know certainly pharmaceutical uh, bullets is what, you know, the foundation for the practice of much medicine and, and sometimes even green pharmacy or depending on, you know, supplements as, as uh, magic bullets rather than lifestyle uh, and diet certainly uh, as, as primary tools. And so what we're looking at is the ways to shift the microbiome on a more permanent basis. So let's first talk about what shifts the microbiome, and, and certainly diet, first and foremost, is the way to shift the microbiome, both in a temporary phase and, and sustained phase. So if you go out to McDonald's, not that I would wish it on anybody, but, but if you go out and eat fast food for 24 hours, the science has been shown by Dr. Wu, is that you can actually shift the microbiome in a day to a fat-forming, pathogenic, inflammatory, obesogenic uh, mix. And so that's pretty scary that you can actually indulge in one day and all of a sudden the biome is shifting against you. Um, But on the other hand, if you eat a very healthy, fibrous, good, rounded, whole foods diet, then you could also shift the microbiome in a favorable respect in a number of days. And And that can be a sustained effort. Probiotics are, are really um, as, as a really well-developed uh, story, beginning with Elie Metchnikoff back in 1908, who was a zoologist who won the Nobel Prize in 1908, really, for his writings of, uh, in, in zoology, also wrote a very important you know, thesis called The Prolongation of Life, where he observed that Bulgarian farmers who drank kefir or fermented milk lived longer. And this was really the, what was felt to be really the beginnings of the, of the microbiome era is that Metchnikoff, who from Bulgaria, really felt that these probiotic species made an impact or, you know, gave a health benefit to, to, to humans in the form of longevity is, is quite a home run. Um, so what we're looking at today is that there are, you know, as you know, it's a multi-million, if not billion-dollar industry in probiotics, and unfortunately, we also know from some consumer lab studies that, that not what's always labeled is what's in the bottle. Um, there's certainly good companies that uh, adhere to GMP standards, you know, good manufacturing practice standards, um, so you know what you're getting is what, what's on the label, but not always. And so if we rely on these and not use diet, uh, first and foremost, we can get in trouble because we're misled into taking what becomes a placebo. Also, um, you know, these probiotics have variable effects on us because, you know, it's just a guess that we're matching uh, what we're deficient in or what's optimal for us, right? So let's say probiotic X has lactobacillus GG. Your body needs a mix of, uh, you know, E. coli nissel and, uh, you know, different types of streptococcus, if not different types of bifidobacterium, you're not taking what you really need to optimize your health. So that's one problem. The other problem is that 
any probiotic that even has a beneficial effect. When you stop taking the probiotic after a period of weeks, that the beneficial effect starts to fade. So you have to continually take the probiotics, right, to, to sustain the benefit. So one thing that, that clearly has a, has a beneficial impact is diet, too, and that, that needs to be sustained for life. And the things that we need to eat to optimize our microbiome health really includes fibrous foods, right? Fibrous foods tend to be fruits and vegetables, right, that are fibrous, but there are certain fruits and vegetables that help really stimulate the growth of different bacterial species like asparagus, Jerusalem artichoke, um, kiwi. Mm -hmm. These things actually help stimulate the growth of the bifidobacterium species and by definition are prebiotic in nature. Prebiotic mean that they fertilize and feed the good bacteria like bifidobacteria. Bifidobacteria really turns on the metabolic switch that helps us lose weight. So there are studies on probiotics in animals showing that probiotics, both lactobacillus species and also bifidobacterium species, facilitates weight loss. And there's a couple of human studies that also look at um, lactobacillus uh, ruteri, one in people who had gastric bypass. And if you have gastric bypass, uh, in itself the microbiome actually improves. But also if you take probiotics, the microbiome actually further improves and you further, further your weight loss. In fact, there is a lady here uh, working as an endoscopy nurse who, was not, uh, who had bypass surgery, gastric bypass surgery, and had lost maybe only 100 or 120 pounds when she was really thought she'd be losing a lot more. So I had discussed with her some of the data about probiotics, and within one month she had taken a, you know, a certain brand that I recommended, and within you know, a month she lost 10 additional pounds doing nothing different than taking their probiotics. So, yes, it can give you an edge, but the diet is the key mm -hmm. because you can put the right bacteria in your gut, but you have to feed those good bacteria as well and sustain them, and that's where diet and the good fibrous foods come into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes total sense that you've got to, I mean, you have so many billions of bacteria in your gut and there's so many different species. The idea of even using a multi-strain probiotic that contains five is a pretty narrow approach to shifting a flora that contains billions of organisms in many different species, right? I mean, isn't that one of the key things that they find when they study the microbiome of, of um, people who have only eaten traditional diets, that there's a huge amount of diversity? Isn't that one of the yeah. most important things in the gut that, that, that we've studied that correlates what type of, of characteristics of a microbiome equal characteristics or expression of very good health? And one of the key fundamental principles is, the, is biodiversity, correct? Yes. You know, it's a very good point uh, that uh, our ecological biodiversity in our gut uh, approximates that of the Amazon rainforest when we're in good health. So what happens is when we take antibiotics or we wind up in the hospital or as we age, the biodiversity decreases and the health risks go up. Mm -hmm. So there's a very perfect, strongly perfect correlation between biodiversity and, and health. Mm -hmm. And so as we decrease the biodiversity with, with Western diets and junk food, our health risks go up. Yeah, well, that, that, that does seem to be correlated. And this idea of using diet and nutrition, you know, the idea of, of these prebiotics, these fibers, these, as you said, Dr. Mullen, these are the things that 
fertilize. These are the things that create the environment for the good bacteria to grow. It's almost like it's like a selective soil that allows the good vegetables that you want in your garden to grow while not letting the weeds grow. You know, it's almost like it, it just it doesn't foster the, the bacteria that are associated with ill health are not able to metabolize the fiber in the way that the good are. So they basically starve. And then the good bacteria have a rich food source and they start to thrive. And without really even taking any bacteria in in the form of a probiotic, the prebiotics create the environment in which the GI system can create the optimal balance of good and bad bacteria. And that seems to be the real key in creating good long-term shifts in gut flora, not just popping a pill. And as you pointed out, the probiotic therapies can be very effective and give you an edge and support the process. But without the diet, if you're just going to eat junk food and fast food and low fiber and high sugar and all the things that we know are associated with creating a bad microflora, taking a probiotic is not really going to yield significant shifts in flora. Would you agree? Yes, and and the book, that uh, the Gut Balance Revolution, I talk about gardening as an analogy because what we do is like if you go to some kind of vacant lot and you start casting tomato seeds, you think they're going to grow? I mean, certainly not. You need to kind of cultivate the soil. You've got to rake it. You've got to hoe it. Then you start to feed it and put fertilizer. You lay the foundation. You plant your seeds. You nurture it and it starts to grow. And the gut is exactly the same analogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because we know that certain types of the American diet lead to high risk of diabetes and lead to high risk of cardiovascular disease and high risk of inflammation and high rates of inflammation. And, you know, we can study the effects of certain foods, but what the beauty of understanding the gut microflora, this colony of gut bacteria can be so influential. And as you talked about, you use something, a phrase at the beginning of the show, almost saying that it, it directs our body's health. It tells our body what, what to do. And it's really interesting to think about that connection that the it's not... It is the foods, but it's the food affecting the microflora that's having these larger effects on our system. And when you think about it like that, the the drive to change your diet, to support the flora, to support your health, we start to connect some really, really important dots relating to diet and the overall health, which is a really exciting, it's a really exciting time, at least for people in my field that are interested in this. I completely agree. Yeah. It's just very interesting how... Yeah, it connects the dots. Mm -hmm. I like the way you put it. It does connect the dots, but, you know, in practice, as I mentioned earlier, there's a long-standing tradition from centuries of tradition to even modern times, functional medicine, naturopathic medicine, you know, uh, holistic practitioners who always try to get the gut balance first. Mm -hmm. yep. When in doubt, treat the gut. Yep. And the data is really strongly in support of that longstanding practice. Yep. Well, thank you, Dr. Mullen. Unfortunately, we are out of time. We could have spent hours together, I am sure. This has been a great conversation. If people want to learn more about Dr. Mullen, they can go to his website, www.thefoodmd.com. -E I love that web address. And you can purchase his book, <laughs> The Gut Balance Revolution. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on his website. It's getting phenomenal reviews, wonderful information in there. Dr. Mullen, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this morning. Really do appreciate your, your expertise and insights. Thank you again. Yeah, nice to meet you. Looking forward to uh, you know interacting with you more. And I really appreciate you having me on the show today. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody, that wraps up the show today. This is Dr. Kevin Passero for the Essentials of Healthy Living, and uh, stay tuned. We'll see you next Sunday. Take care.
Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Paralyzed Veterans of America, National Service Officers. We've got an entire generation of men and women who have seen war. They're going to need voices. Paralyzed Veterans of America represents them. We're going to make sure that the Veterans Affairs gives them everything that they're entitled to. Get all the health care they need. Making a person's house adaptable. And we also focus on getting them a job. We help our veterans for free. Changing lives, building futures. That's Paralyzed Veterans of America. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. WFED Washington, WWFD Frederick, WWWTFMHD2 Manassas, WTLPFMHD2 Braddock Heights Frederick, the Washington, D.C. home of Navy Athletic.